0: It's a new year. Welcome back to Fix It with Camille. I pray this new year brings happiness to you all my listeners, new goals, new achievement, and many new inspirations to in your life. I wish you a year full of um, happiness uh, and I hope that this new year brings the burst in your life. May all your dreams and hopes are fulfilled this year. I wish your dreams come true. Happy New Year. Um it's it's probably a new a new year, so I'm a big fan of a goal setting, you know, end of the year evaluation, commitments, you know, to elder behavior actually. But you know, most people think of a new year resolution, you know. They tend to, to just think of themselves and their relation, and not their relationship. But for me, I always encourage couples to, you know, use the beginning of the year to seize to some new opportunities, to change some old habits in the relationship, commit to better behavior, and ultimately improve their relationship i can mention a few of some resolutions you can actually see to you can make as couples it could be (laughs) unexpected resolutions that you know that can actually make your life better let me start with you know we can actually try to spend at least 10 minutes with each other daily without distraction it should come with no surprise that, you know, focusing attention required some face-to-face conversation. It not con- just connection between two people. That's it. And, you know, I can actually advise that it is even more important She to come together demanding for attention, time together. Because if you struggle with... Um, feeling connected commit to spending minimum of a 30 minutes a day talking without distraction from screen your relationship will be undoubtedly be a better a better one so that makes me name this episode to name your resolution so taking from that the topic as i've mentioned the instance of the first uh, resolution you can make in your relationship that is spend time together at least 30 minutes together talking every day so let me pick up the second one you can actually make a resolution by making a list for each other's trigger to avoid conflict (laughs) it could be funny to you you know we can tend to pick partners that have put positive and negative trait of a parent, yes, trust me it could, because as a result we can trigger each other's old wounds. We have triggers, blind sport, bad communication habit that prevent us from, you know, heady communication. But being aware of what they are in the first step towards changing them, sit down together, make lists for one another of the things that are guaranteed triggers in conversation together. This can help both review, avoid emotional, minds and other problems so you can walk through conflicts more calm more calmly. It can also keep you less reactive. When you're able to say I believe you're we there's a number five on my trigger list and please don't say that to me unless you're trying to trigger me you know most people do this but it could actually be very comfortable for females to to actually prepare a list of tricks for if both sides can actually do this it could be a great resolution to have a better relationship and the third i'll mention here is um, be more affectionate and emotionally responsive there's this um there's this research i made where i found out that a, a pioneer in psychology of relationship said said uh he can predict divorce with shocking accuracy he said back in 1981 he launched a peer the process of adaptation in intimate relationship projects in which he followed Like 168 couples were married through the first 18 years of marriage. Research found that most significant interpersonal dynamic that predicted the force was the loss of affection and love. Now, decades old, old sin takeaway can still be applied to any relationship today, if you trust me. Rather than solely focusing on resolving conflicts, it's still an important resolution to make actually, but it's just as important to focus on perceiving uh, preserving your uh, positive feelings towards each other. Since everyone expresses love, affection, differently, you, you've probably had uh, the five languages of, um, of love. I think I've treated that on, on this episode, that was last year, during the month of, um, can I remember, during the month of, um, I can't recall actually, it could be March, I pray, I think this month, was, I think the fourth season of this episode, so whether it's a word of affection, or uh act of serious receiving gift, quality time, physical touch, you could actually pick up one of them and, you know, Express love and affection It's one of those uh, uh, um, resolution you should make this new year. It brings about connection and more togetherness. Yeah, let me say togetherness. You see yourself as uh, partners who respect and appreciate each other. So try one of this, one of the love languages. And be close to go. The, the third, um, the fourth, say commit to taking a time out before things get too heated. When an argument gets too heated, because there's no how you've been in a relationship that you have a free flow, everything, smile or true. There'll be sometimes where one party will front and the other party will have to take things easy. So when you have an argument, Getting eaten. It seems to be productive. Most couples can benefit from a cool down period during an argument. It's important actually. So for me I would say it's important for you to establish this before taking a break. So your partner doesn't actually think you are simply walking away but rather trying to avoid fights. And if I will be specific, fighting dirty or saying something that you will later regret. It's helpful. To you know say I think we need a timeout right now. I'm too upset to think straight. We need some time to to calm down Let's check back in how I need to take a loving timeout, out and um, I can say it's a valuable skill every couple should benefit from So that is that and the next one I should be the, the the thrift I say Take at least once a day let your partner know something they do, that you appreciate. If I actually followed uh, the study I took on this very um, resolution, I'll go back to a psychologist, Sarah Halger uh, Sarah, um, and Amy Golden. The founder that couples will show gratitude for each other and are more satisfied in their relationship. They feel closer to each other and are more likely to stay together. There's another study of Golden that says gratitude in a relationship creates a positive cycle of generosity. One partner's gratitude for each other prompts both partner to think and act in the ways that that shows gratitude and promote desire to hold. Onto their relationship if I add to that I would say being more committed makes couple who were more who were more appreciative and, and and grateful to each other listen to each other they are more attentive to each other they have um, this positive body language and and all. Fine, all couples go through rough patches, but looking at your partner's positive quality and strengths can, you know, rather than the shortcomings, can help you feel more grateful for the relationship. That's it. That's just a highlight of the research. So, another is when you, um, excuse me, I'm gonna take a break, please. I need some more time. So, I'm back. Sorry for the to break. had to take some weather. So, um, the next one, I would say the sixth is. I, I would say if you make a book at least, you know, that would be a reflection of this pandemic that have more cancelled plans. But let me, not, let me not talk on that. Let me say the sixth should be connect through the day, throughout the day. Obviously, this especially this is an um, important especially in a long distance relationship where a face-to-face communication is not possible but even if you're both working differently or or um working from home you're in different rooms you can connect virtually check on each other it doesn't make a big difference use technology to connect be romantic in the relationship and you know Attachment of both men and women brings about affection. So if you have this fragile day of a back-to-back meeting, sending a quick test to your partner once a day to let them know that you're thinking about them and that you love them can go a long way. It's part of those things that keeps relationship booming, moving forward. And another one is, if you live together, have a once a week business meeting. Once a week, try to set aside a time to discuss the household chores, finance, schedule, and other family businesses. Talk about what is working well and what isn't working. Make adjustments. Try to keep the meeting the same day and each time of the week, and limits you Know just a minute more than 30 minutes, more than not more than 30 minutes actually. And having this weekly forum can help you prevent talking about domestic responsibility during the romantic dinner. So it brings us about low tension about these issues when your women have to face a lot more in the house alone, maybe considering the household chores you learn to talk about them finance and everything talk about how things have been moving for you maybe in your business or work so that's another and i think the number eight is try to commit a weekly date night have some time together Focus a time together to nurture connection and bond. Having something to look forward to can actually help you through some stressful weeks that will inevitably arise. You know when women have it in mind that on Sunday, on Sunday night I'll be going out with my mind or I'll be with my mind in a in a warm reception. It brings about anxiety and reduces. pressure of the now okay I'm gonna have a time this very wonderful wonderful time remember so it's part of those things that helps connection and and strengthen the bond the last one here is um, up your sex game and this is what most couples will be waiting to hear because you know asking for what you want is so hard for most people and because of our needs and fantasy and things that turns us change over time i mean these things that turns us on change over time for me i would recommend that couples communicate about sex on a regular basis your couples shouldn't be shy of anything for yourself or for yourself we also tend to take for granted especially when we know how to get our partner off so we tend to take for granted that we know everything about our partner sexually it's a it's a very dangerous assumption because there is always more to learn in terms of sex no matter how great your sex life is there's always something new that you both can try to bring pleasure to your partnership Without um, ongoing co- communication, small sexual desires may slip through the cracks, or she may be too nervous to express something big that you want to try. As a result, uh, she can try some sexual inventory, online videos, you know, some relationship guide to improve communication, connection, intimacy, and you know, those have a the copies. Because every couples that I've, I've worked with have uh, this amazing discoveries about themselves and taking adventure together. So with this I I will be bringing this episode to an end and I want to say a big thanks to all my listeners. It's a new year and we're starting with this. I want to appreciate you all for your cooperation, the love and your commitment on the show. I want to appreciate every everyone who gave their feedback on the previous episode. Thank you all. Thank you all for your support. Thank you all for your contribution and thank you. I'm just a thank you. Thank you so much. You can follow us on all social media platforms. Fix a week coming out. On all social media platforms, you can also join me live on on radio every Saturday for five p.m. Uh, on River Radio. Thank you so much, and it's good to be back in the new year. Goodbye for now. My name is Camilla Olabi Badness. I'll talk to you next time.